Hello and welcome to another Nine Circles Audio thing. As always, I'm your host, Buke. And on this episode, for a second time, two years now post-pandemic, I am joined by the vocalist of Capra, Miss Crow Lotus. Pro, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me back. Crow, it is a pleasure to talk to you. You are, and your <laughs> band, Capra, are huge, huge. We are huge fans of you guys here at Nine Circles. And it is oh. a pleasure for those people who don't remember, you and I actually conducted probably your first or maybe second interview and I remember you were so it was so nice because you 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 were so anxious and nervous to want to do <laughs> it right and everything. But you had your coffee and you were so eager to talk to me. So I now have that my coffee here. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you've been, you know, dove in headfirst to the world of uh being a vocalist and doing interviews and the pole PR thing and multiple tours under your boat about two years now post pan pandemic how does the world of capra and crow lotus find you now um it's been great it's been really busy um as i'm sure you can imagine i think yeah. it's really funny whenever i first of all that was such a fun interview i remember it very <laughs> fondly um i will also say probably my voice sounds very different from like the first time we talked <laughs> because um as anybody knows if you like train a muscle you know usually it starts functioning differently so i find that over the past couple of years my voice has just dropped in pitch and um like okay yeah, yeah. but it's been um it's been great. Um, I don't remember. Yeah. Two years ago, I think I probably had already, I don't know if I had already been married or I was about to be married, but I've, you know, been married for two years now. That it's been is a wonderful. really great thing. Yeah. My husband's an incredible person. He's just been like the light of my life. So, and, um, yeah, I mean, just as far as like Capra stuff touring, like we've been staying busy and it's just been, um, really, really, um, validating, I think is probably the best word to use for it. Everybody's just been receiving us really well, which is great. <laughs> you know, Crow, you you mentioned that. I have to ask, how how was it for, you know, we talk about you and I now in the past two years, you know, the little, the very little history that we have with somebody mm -hmm. who has had so many changes on her plate. Personally, we had to navigate the pandemic Right. Uh, you know, your band, you know, you guys were getting bigger and taking off and, you know, the metal blade stuff and touring and new albums and stuff. How the heck has your world been? How have you found, you know, trying to navigate writing an album, releasing a new album now was, do you like this chaotic pace that, you know, life has been the past couple of years? 
Um, well, I've been very fortunate because I have like a solid job that um, I only have like a few days a week. They're yeah. super, super, um, which is good because I don't need more than that. And uh, they're really understanding of any time I have to take off of work. I think if I was working like 40 hours a week or something, it would be a lot crazier, you know, but I am fortunate that I have a decent spot that um, I get paid well enough that I only have to work like two days. So for the rest of the week, um, yes, it is even with just the one job, it's still pretty crazy, but, um, I think it's like manageable. Uh, I will say that I've had to, uh, learn how to be like a lot more organized. So now I write things down a lot more or I like have, I have a calendar, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like, um, there was a time before where, uh, I maybe wasn't so good at, uh, keeping track of everything, but I feel like I'm kind of, uh, the more I do it, the easier I, the easier and more difficult it becomes at the same time because the more I have on my plate, but the more I'm able to learn how to navigate it, I guess. Yeah. Now, how how from a music standpoint, because you and I here were talking on the eve of you guys releasing Errors on October 6th through, again, Metal Blade and Blacklight Media Records. How is it that you have, how have you found now a couple years behind you as the the front woman in a metal band, how have how has that experience been the past couple of years? Because you know you had to navigate all these you know things in the background. Did did that uh, you know you talk about writing being you know sometimes you know I read in the PR notes of of you almost having writer's block, right. but uh, you know your your personal life almost seems like that would be tons of fuel for the fire but i guess maybe if life is going so well you know maybe you don't have a lot of things to write about where where does that come from um yeah i i'm not really <laughs> sure i think that's um sometimes it really just doesn't make sense the writer's block like when it comes in <laughs> but i was just saying earlier um to someone else that i feel like um he was asking if i was able to like kind of just write um like at the drop of a hat or if I had to be inspired yeah. or anything. And I was saying, I guess it depends on the day because sometimes um, I can just sit down and just write about anything, but sometimes um, no matter how much kind of inspiration I try to surround myself with, I still just cannot come up with anything. And I think it's more so just being unable to focus. So it's mm -hmm. not necessarily not knowing what to write about. It's not being able to maybe just pick one thing and hone in on that. Um, sometimes I just like cannot, get like one single thought in my head it's just like a barrage of different ideas and things so sometimes all i can do is just say not today today's not the day so <laughs> now yeah, so what did you what did you learn about yourself as an artist the past couple years uh since we we last talked did where where what what growth did you have there? You know, you mentioned at the start, you know, you may sound different and, you know, your, your, your voices, you know, matured and has more experience with it now, but what's something that, you know, two years ago, you wish you could have told yourself that, you know, now. Um, so the first thing I would have said was you need to start warming up before performances, <laughs> Really, Which is such okay. a serious thing. Yeah. yeah. Was I mean, that, now... you know, you, you hate to say it, but was that a hard lesson to learn? Like, did Definitely. you have to like hurt, hurt yourself oh, to yeah. from it and learn like, whoa, I really did it poorly. It was 100% the, um, uh, we went on a tour with Whores and Bummer and that was 100% mm -hmm. where I learned the hard way. Um, because I, we had like a few days off, but it wasn't much. It was maybe 
over the course of like a month, it was maybe like three days off or something like that. Um, and so it would be these stretches of like seven days, just like every night is a performance. And um, I was like, well, I'm not the only person who's ever done this. So how are other vocalists able to mm-hmm. go that long and sound good on the seventh day? And um, I started realizing like they have a technique and I didn't, and I was just going up and just hoping for the best. So it'd usually be by like the third or fourth day, I'd be hurting myself. And so it actually was um, the, uh, we were not, we weren't on the road with Killswitch for a long time, but it was the Killswitch Engage tour that it was like when I really learned, which was very recently, mm-hmm. how much of a difference it makes because <laughs> I felt that I sounded the same on the first day that I did on the last day. And I said, okay, well, the only difference I was doing was, I was um, being a lot more conscious about diaphragmatic breathing or trying to, I, it's still something that I get a little confused about, but I do my best. And that makes a difference. Um, actually doing like, I have like a 10, 15 minute, like warm up thing. Okay. And then taking a break for like, it's like 30 to 60 minutes or so before a performance. I found that that like makes like such a huge, huge difference in um, how I feel immediately after the set and how I feel the next day as well. And then of course, like hydrating like crazy makes a huge difference and um, getting enough sleep. Unfortunately, that's not always something I can control, <laughs> but I can control the amount that I'm hydrating. So that's another thing. Yeah. I try. Yeah. Crow, how do you work that into, you know, I personally don't drink, you know, because of health reasons. But how do you mix that into you? Like, do you find like when you're on the road, like, hey, maybe I got to drink more coffee or tea or maybe, you know, you mentioned hydrating or, hey, I can't touch alcohol or, you know, like I vape. I can't vape. I can't like or, or like, you know what? Like, I can't like I know some artists when they're on the road, they really don't conduct interviews because they want to save their voice. Are there little things that you found? Hey, I really got to shy away from that. Like when I'm really focusing on performing. Um, yeah, I actually, um, so I have, um, this really bad, bad problem with migraines, um, yeah. to the point so where my, my, uh, my wife does too. She really? has to have Botox treatments. Oh, them. I've considered it, but I just, I've always been scared, I guess. Yeah. But, um, I, I get them to where I, I don't know if it's the same for her, but I get the aura migraines where I she can't does. see. Yeah. Right. So anybody who's ever gotten them knows that it can be really scary. And a lot of the time I'm in a place where there's, I'm surrounded by strangers. Um, uh, there's like potentially I've been drinking or something like that. Um, so there are times where if it's coming on, I need to be in a safe place where I know I'm not going to be around people that I can't trust. Um, because I literally am basically totally helpless. So, um, what I try to do is I try to prevent those from happening. And I've got like a list of things that need to be done, um, that not, uh, 100% like success rate, but it does greatly, greatly reduce the chances that I get them. Um, so like I said, it's the hydrating thing is a huge thing. So it's, um, I try to drink, like, it seems kind of excessive, but I try to drink like two gallons of water at least, Mm -hmm. uh, before the show. And then like something like a gallon after, Um, and I find that although I'm running to the bathroom every 10 seconds, I find that it really does help. Um, I have to, um, have like, at least it's hard to get a lot of sleep, but at least five hours, um, of sleep the night before, um, I can't drink any alcohol before a performance, um, because for whatever reason that you sometimes will trigger them. So I don't, I don't drink any, um, or if I do, I try to uh, make sure that I stop drinking several hours. Like if it's a festival, um, I stop drinking several hours before the performance so that it has enough time to run its course through. Um, so I can only drink after a show. And then, um, I try to take something, uh, like right after, which is not great. That's something I need to work on. Cause I don't want to just take a bunch of medicine, but I try to take Advil like right after I get off stage. 
Um, and then I can't look at my phone for like, see, it's a long list. Can't it's look at my list, phone yeah. for like two hours after I play. Like I just have to, so my husband knows, Hey, uh, there's going to be a window where we're not going to be in contact basically at all. So just understand that I'm okay. If I look at the bright screen and try to focus on it right after I get off, like it's going to be like just such a, another mm-hmm. trigger for me. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I try to avoid that as well. Now my, my wife, when she wakes up, Kathleen will look at me and she'll like sometimes rip my sunglasses off my head and quickly put them on. Cause you know, the yeah. sun just, the sun crushes her or, or anything like that. Do you also right. have that with like the bright lights of being on stage triggers you? Yes. So I think that has a lot to do with it. That's another thing actually in our, um, whenever we're talking to the sound guy and doing our sound checks, we always make sure to let him know like, Hey, we can't do flashing lights. We don't like strobes. Um, because not, it also messes up my, I mean, most people hate it anyway. Like even crowd people, I feel like even (laughs) people in the audience don't like it. So I'm not sure why it's such a huge thing, but, um, that is like another problem for me. It's anytime there's like a lot going on, um but also like i don't like just like super super bright stage lights usually what's like the perfect sweet spot for me is um whenever it's just a little bit just a little bit dim and usually just like one color and i feel like it's just as effective it doesn't bother me well you know crow see there's where you messed up you should have been a black metal vocalist i know you could just have the lights (laughs) off the whole time yeah exactly tyler Uh, would hate me yeah (laughs) Crow, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, I, not trying to uh, dig into personal life here, but, you know, you mentioned changes and stuff like that. Having a new husband and, and stuff like that, that also added a curveball for you. How did you find, you know, is your husband in the music business? And if not, how did you find the touring the traveling a lot because right. that's also something that a lot of relationships and artists who maybe aren't exposed to it yet you know, when they get the first taste of it they're like whoa this really isn't for me and i you know right. there's been some artists over the years who have like stopped touring or stopped being in bands because, because they it, yeah. saw that it wasn't for them right so um, it is interesting you know to ask you these questions a couple years after the fact because you've You've learned from where you were a couple years ago. Exactly. Um, It's been like really great, actually. At first, I think we were a little bit confused about how to navigate it just because um, it's like it's new and it's scary. He's he's not involved in music at all. So this is something that he's totally learning um, along the way. Um, But it was one of those things where I had to be like, hey, like we need to have this conversation before um, it starts becoming like much more of a thing, uh, like before we start like spending like at least half the year or more touring, yeah. um, because this isn't something that I'm going to want to talk about. Like if we're on the road, we don't want to be having, this. if I'm not even home, we don't want to have this conversation This is exactly what we talk about before I leave. Um, and so what he actually likes to do, he's like very athletic. So, um, he usually likes to, uh, travel when I travel. So if I'm okay. on the road, he'll leave at the same time. And so it's kind of like, at least he's not just sitting around like, oh, this house is empty. You know, he's um, kind of uh, bettering himself at the same time. And he goes hiking and biking and all that stuff. Oh, so good. yeah, good. it's been uh, it's been really great. Sorry, my septum ring is. No, but <laughs> we've, no. we've been finding ways to make it work. <laughs> yeah. So uh, with finding ways to make it work and, you know, that brings us obviously to today with new changes and stuff like that you guys working on errors 
you know, the pandemic kind of navigated its way. I uh, pray from when you and I last spoke. I hope you and your families both made it through uh, safely. Um, I just caught it for the first time a week ago. Really? You know, yeah. Luck luckily, I was able to make it through. Um, but you guys, you know, during that time and you know, the years after, you guys have, re you know, re recorded errors. Bring us up to speed. When did this all start happening? Um, it's We started writing for errors basically immediately after we released the last album. Um, so there were two songs that are on errors now that we actually... Um, <clears throat> that we actually like wrote at the same time as mm -hmm. um, the stuff for in transmission. We just didn't put it on in transmission because it yep. didn't make sense to be on that album. Um, so we've been sitting on some of these songs for like a pretty long time, actually. And it's like a relief to be able to be like, okay, we're finally doing it. Finally, like other people are going to be able to hear it. Um, and it's been like a great process. It's been a lot, in my opinion, like easier than the last one, just because I kind of know what to expect this time. Um, and I like this album more than I like the last one, which I do like, but you know, it's kind of like, this is something that I have a little bit more experience under my belt, a little bit more like knowledge of songwriting. And, um, I'm like a little bit more proud of what I've done this time in my, just in my opinion. You say you have a little bit more experience with songwriting. Is that, is that just something that you're starting to find who you are as a vocalist more and how you gel with the, the guys? Is it just more like a comfortability thing what what is it that or like you know, maybe like a baseball player as they play you know years of baseball you know things just start to to gel more i guess um is i that... think i think it's like at a point where i just started um having a better understanding of what i'm comfortable talking about okay um, i think for the last album there were a lot of topics i just maybe was like scared to touch or just didn't want to cover um, or certain emotions or feelings that I didn't want to like just go overboard with like the last album there are still a lot of like <clears throat> I would say I guess like emotionally driven lyrics but mm -hmm. I, I didn't allow myself to be very angry just because I didn't want people to be like what the hell's her problem I guess you know <laughs> and so for this album it, um, I guess I just allowed myself to be a little bit more um, angry a little bit more um, I guess depressive and I just allowed myself to kind of tie in uh i guess my dark feelings a little bit more than it sounds so lame to say it that no, way no, but, <laughs> no 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 you know um, no no curl you you bring up a a great point i have been on the record and i've said this before the i suffer from ptsd and i am a huge advocate for it and actually here we are talking about you know it's actually suicide prevention week and it's actually you know a good kind of lead in here that you know if, if anybody you know is in help please help, help out a friend. You know, there's various numbers to call, but right. um, with like my PTSD, I, you know, I had people dying in my arms. It's a very personal thing for me, but I have found that I like talking about it because I feel like I like to get it out is, right. is, you know, I don't write, songs so i guess where i'm going with with this is is that is it because these are hard emotions or aspects of your life that you don't want to tap into or are they just aspects that you think that if you share them people won't understand like for example i went through a divorce where my ex-wife 
had affairs on me. And I share this with the podcast here because if you go through something like that, a friend of yours can be like, yeah, you know, Matt, I know what you're going through, but it's like, do you really know what I'm going through? Because it's a really personal thing. Yeah, Like my PTSD, it's very personal to me and the emotions that I had and the visuals and the sight and the smell, that's a very personal thing to me, but it can be healing in sharing that. But like I just mentioned a minute ago, it can also be hard to reflect and tap into that. So is it because that you mentioned that you don't think people will understand or is it that you don't want to tap into it yourself? Because I guess to tie this all up, I've heard from songwriters like yourself that it is very cathartic to get this out in song because right. this is like your therapy or something. Um, I think it's just like, it's, it just feels very personal. And I think that if you have it kind of like wrapped up in a, like a cute little package within yourself, um, it maybe feels much more manageable, but I think that those are like, that's a false sense of security. I think that whenever you kind of put it out there, it just feels a lot more like, wow, this is real. Like it's real and other people can see it and everyone knows I'm not perfect and not doing like, you know, 100% perfectly and like not my shit isn't totally together. So I think it just feels very like vulnerable um, to talk about certain things. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, we all have things that we're dealing with and there's no sense in being ashamed of like having your own things, issues that you're working through. And, uh, it just, it just doesn't make any sense to hide it just because you're scared of what people are going to think of it. In my opinion, that's kind of what like my thought process did for this album. And I do, like I said, I did, I still was pretty vulnerable and talked about things that I maybe wasn't necessarily comfortable talking about in the last album, but, uh, I think maybe I did a, a little bit more so in this one. Um, I th- I definitely think you did too. Both both albums you have done a great job. Uh you do a little bit you guys do a little bit different track here closing out with Nora here. Uh, a right. little softer, a little softer, um almost kind of like a black gaze element kind of to it. I I really liked it a lot. Did you still feel that the emotions kind of you were able to get them out the same way when you kind of changed up what you guys do? Kind of changed up the Capra for- formula? Yeah. Um, so Tyler originally intended for me to do like a, um, like a, just a harsh, just very, um, I guess, screamy dissonant type vocal, but I was like, Hey, what if I don't do, what if I just do like a spoken (laughs) word thing? And it definitely was like weird for me because I've never done that before. And, um, there's almost like some sort of armor you've got whenever you're doing like a harsher vocal, because it's like, it just, um, you can kind of hide of, behind it in a yeah, sense. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So whenever I'm doing just like spoken word or just something that's like very clean, is that a dog tail? This is that is a puppy tail? Bull terrier. <laughs> yeah. I have a bull, oh. bull terrier. The, you know, whenever I walk him, all the little kids are like, yeah. oh, it's a target dog. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just no, saw no, his tail no, going no, like no, that. No, I was here. like, who's that? <laughs> Let's see him. Charlie. <laughs> oh, look, he's beautiful. Hi, Charlie. Oh, he yeah, probably can't I, hear me. You got the headphones uh, on. I have so Charlie, cute. the bull terrier, and I have Riley, a little beagle that I rescued. So cute. Oh, how we, sweet. We, we just got a couple kittens. Do do you have dogs? I don't. No, I don't. I mean, I just Ooh. travel too much for it, unfortunately. Do you have a cat? I want 
I don't. Well, I thought about, I was like, I, I it, there's just no way I could get a dog because yeah. um, me and my husband both travel at the same time. Yeah. So it'd be hard to find somebody to watch him all the time. But I was like, well, with a cat, it's different because um, really somebody kind of just has to come check in on them like yep. once a day, you know? But, um, but then I was just like, let me just put a, I'm just going to take a minute and just really consider, you know, the responsibility. So. But I would eventually, I love animals. So yeah. I would love to, you know, um, but you were you were saying about that you know that there's there's kind of an armor that you know right. you, can, you can kind of hide behind you know like a a growl uh, without really yeah. ex- exposing yourself. But you know it's funny you mention that because in the hundreds of interviews I've done, there's also been other artists who have really mentioned that when they really make the jump to like clean vocals, mm-hmm. it really is like you said, it's that almost finding confidence in your yourself. Yeah, it's scary. It's kind of a scary thing because have you ever like, done that? Like, is there have you ever laid down vocals all of of you clean singing? Do you have that in no. you? No, I mean I like to do it. Like I actually do. I I'm singing most of the time. Like if I'm just around the house, I'm just loudly and obnoxiously singing all the time. <laughs> and it used to be when I was a kid, I would just do it in the shower or you know do yeah. it where nobody could hear me. But it's at the point where now my friends are just used to it. I just sing in front of them. But I feel like the difference between just singing in person. And and like recording yourself singing is so much different because okay. on a recording people can really just like go back and listen to every little flaw but in person it's like i don't now, know now be honest with me are <laughs> is your husband catching you singing taylor swift or no. do you sing your own songs <laughs> yeah, I, I don't sing my own songs i don't sing taylor swift though no hate to her or anything but usually no i was just joking I'm... what is okay what is your guilty pleasure music wise my guilty pleasure are you like wise? are you like like a massive wham fan or something Stop! i was literally <laughs> i literally was just about to say like wham is literally no way <laughs> you actually just kind of freaked me out a little bit if you <laughs> that just totally freaked me out yeah um wow i wasn't expecting you to say that yes actually that is the first song i listen to in the morning is everything she wants so you well, totally, look at this crow we're yeah, like you this just, now <laughs> you just freaked me out but anyway yeah. <laughs> that's like my one of my ones that my husband is hearing all day is everything she wants and then um actually this might kind of like be totally out of left field, but um, I'm really into like Loretta Lynn right now. The country okay. Okay. So, yeah, so <laughs> my two songs that I've been singing just all day long is Everything She Wants by Wham and then um, You Ain't Woman Enough to yeah. Take My Man by Loretta yeah. Lynn. Those are like my two favorites. Okay, but, now in, yeah. in this, you know, internet age that we live in and anybody can go on Bandcamp and, you know, or Twitch, like we'll get to anybody can go on any platform and anybody can lay down anything. Is there any part of you ever, you know, I guess don't, don't say never, but will you ever venture into singing? Will you ever venture into, you know, we, we mentioned, I'm not saying, you know, you're going to be doing wham covers, right? You never know. But is there any parts of you that like you just you just maybe want to have fun and we could hear you doing something else or because you, you always hear these side projects of of like, for example, like the blood incantation guys, they always seem like they're in 17 different projects. Right. You always seem like, you know, these artists like to venture out like uh, the guys may have, like you, we mentioned spoken word projects or country projects or all these different. Pro- is there anything that we may ever see you in or you want to try? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I honestly am constantly thinking about like other types of things that I, not that I, I, I obviously put a lot of um, energy into Capper, but of course. I'm always of like, course. I don't like putting myself into a box. So I've um, very strongly considered even just doing like the vocal cover thing. You know, people usually have like a YouTube yep. channel where they do. I thought about doing that. Um, I have basically the setup for it really. So I could have realistically start doing it like right now, if I wanted to, you um, it's could. just a matter of finding the time, you know? Um, but, um, also I actually do, I love singing. I just, um, I guess I just don't know how I would fit that into my life. So that'd be something that I'd have to kind of, um, and then of course I, I couldn't just be a part of like a project that would just be like cut and dry, like, you know, acoustic covers or something. So I'd have to find a way to make it like avant-garde or like alternative in some way. Okay. Well, Crow, if I ever go on YouTube and I'm just browsing and I see the Crow Lotus Wham cover, you I'll might. Know. I'll you know might why. Find it. Yeah, <laughs> you might find it. That just freaked me out so bad when you said that. I was like, Whoa. literally, the only yeah. reason I just mentioned that is because I literally just watched a Wham documentary on okay. Netflix. That's I crazy. think that it was. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Uh, now we mentioned before we started this, you know, you you uh, do some streaming on Twitch and stuff like that. Right. Tell me about that. When when did <laughs> did did that start for you? Was that a pandemic thing? Um, I think it was. I can't remember exactly when, but it's been a few years now, actually. And I um, I've been really enjoying it. I don't have like this huge following or anything like that, but it's uh the people that I have, like the community that I have built is like solid gold. Everybody's been incredible. Everybody's been really supportive and I've made some like serious, like real friends from streaming. Um, also it's something that I would be doing anyway. I'm already playing video games every day, like for a large portion of my day. Uh, so it's nice to kind of like do that, um, with like, you know, other people kind of in a way is how I see it. And I'm not like a super, super social person. Even when I do go out, a lot of the time I keep to myself. So this is kind of my way of being social. And um, so, you know, sometimes we'll be in the Discord chat where we're like actually talking or sometimes I'm just talking and they're like chatting and, you know, like the Twitch chat. And it's just, it's been like just a really, really fun and cool experience. Yeah, I I have been on Twitch since 2012. Wow. And- maybe 2011 and it's been really really cool to see where it's gone to i i think maybe sometimes along the way i think maybe twitch has kind of lost itself and i think they're trying to do yeah. you know a good job to try and i think wrangle it back Bring in it back, but it's yeah. but it's been cool that people from all over the world who share such unique uh of traits abilities personalities you know i remember you when you told me before you know you're not you know the most you know you kind of keep to yourself a lot i you know i love talking to people i love where everybody has a story so that's what's cool about twitch like you said we're going to be playing games anyway right so why not chat with cool people while you're already doing it yeah something and you're already going to be yeah, exactly. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no. off. Potentially even like find people to play those games with too, because before I would usually just do it on my own. And now it's like, wow, I've always got somebody that I can reach out to like, hey, trying to hop in. Yeah. Like we've been playing Texas Chainsaw, the new Texas Chainsaw game a lot. So, Oh, I have really just been cool. playing that. I was just going to get into what have you been playing? I know 2023, you know, I love heavy metal 
but video games are my first love. Like I, okay, I, didn't know I that. have, yeah, I have played video games my whole entire life. Like right. if I could, if I could do life over again, I'd get into something in the video game field, but with yeah. 2023 being the banner year that it is, what have you been playing game-wise? Um, so what I have vastly the most hours in, and when I say vastly, I mean like at least like six or 700 more hours in this game than anything else is um, Dead by Daylight. I play that game yes. like a lot. Um, and Are you a survivor? I'm... Are you a killer? So it depends on my mood. So I started out as a survivor, um, switched over to killer for a long time. But um, you can't play killer with your friends unless you have a full like set of four people. So um, I switched back to Survivor just because a lot of the time I'm playing with other people. Uh, But I do still really, really like killer and I still respect, you know, the killer grind and everything like that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so definitely Dead by Daylight is like a huge one for me. Um, But lately I've been playing a lot of the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre game and it's really, really cool. It's um, a lot of people compare it to Dead by Daylight and it's similar in some ways in the fact that there is killers um and there is like survivors who are trying to exit the map uh by doing like um a set of processes uh but it's different in the fact that um for dead by daylight you just do one thing there's one thing you have to do which is repairing generators and then obviously try to stay alive and try to help your teammates stay alive um for texas chainsaw massacre there are several ways to get out of the map um and so there's also several killers there's not several but there's three killers four survivors in texas chainsaw you said you've been playing it I have. Yep. So, you know, so this is more so me just describing to anybody else who's listening. Um, So, yeah, it's like you have the fuse box exit, which is in the basement, which is my personal, (laughs) like, the bait of my existence, because that's always how they get out on me, because I'm always really good at keeping an eye on everything else. It's just like, I don't go in a basement because I play hitchhiker. Um, But... um, which, yeah, for um, Texas Chainsaw, I play a lot of Survivor too, but I'm like, Killer's my forte. And I feel that I'm pretty decent at it for somebody who's only got a few hours in it. Um, but yeah, you can get out two, um, there's two exit gates like above ground that like you just have to like disarm like electricity for. And then there's like a pressure valve exit gate. Um, it's all kinds of different stuff, but it's just really, really fun. And now, I think you know, interesting, you know, kind of lead in here, do yeah. two, two separate things, but. You know, when you are streaming, I'm not saying you're, you know, you're not like Dr. Disrespect. You're not playing a character here. Right. uh, um, Does streaming satisfy you, maybe a different part of you, like playing live does? I know it's two different things, but, you know, when when you are playing video games, you're playing in front of an audience. You know, you are having to entertain people. Does that? excites you the same way playing music does or still nothing beats being up on stage playing Um, with the band so um yeah well playing live definitely is a lot more people than like the people who are watching me streaming of course but but is it the same excitement for you do you like you know um i would say that it feels a lot more personal streaming because um i'm not like you know, I'm, I don't have like this specific thing that I'm like, like you said, I'm not playing a character. I'm literally just sitting here eating, maybe potentially <laughs> drinking my coffee, listening yeah. to Wham. Right. Listening to Wham. <laughs> trying not to get DMCA, but it's just like, um, I'm really just like taught, just being completely being myself. So I feel yeah. like it's almost the same exact feeling as if I was just like sitting with a friend and uh, just having a conversation with them. 
Um, so that's more the, um, part of me that I guess it fulfills is like the part of me that just needs social interaction or friendship, um, rather than like a performance, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, that completely makes sense. You know, when I had to retire a couple years ago with heart failure, I, yeah, um, I, I'm home 24 seven yeah, and I yearn for people to play with and stuff like that. So I have to get maybe your discord. We can play oh, with sure, your, yeah. your group later, but absolutely. Um, I say that because it's, it, it, I could see what you're saying about it being real personal because you, it's just you and a camera. Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I think what makes it so cool too, is that, you know, you re, you do let people into your life like this Absolutely. and people yeah. now, you know, you look at a lot of uh, artists on Twitch have, you know, like you said, gotten into the vocal covers or they play, you know, guitar covers or drum covers. Mm-hmm. Like I have an interview with the uh, Tesseract guys and I know they were on Twitch and stuff. Right. Right. But, right, you right. Know, they play They're very music. active on Twitch. Very, yeah. very active. Yeah. Um, do you, do anything with the music side or are you strictly just game? Like, do people come to you? Do they find you? Cause Oh, they're like, Oh, this is crow from Capra. Or are they just coming and they're like, Oh, here's this girl slaying people on Texas chainsaw. I'm going to watch her. Right. So uh, there are some, some of my followers um, have found me through just like, I don't, I'm not sure if it's like the algorithm or what, yeah. Um, but I will say like a good, at least 70% of everybody that watches me is from like Capra stuff, but I actually don't really talk about Capra like much kind okay. of at all during, I mean, not that I don't talk about it, but I don't do musical stuff. So usually, yeah. um, during the sc- stream, people will, um, like if they bring it up, we'll kind of have a conversation about it, but, um, I don't really do anything musical. Um, and that's just because I haven't yet, not to say that I never will, like I'm down to incorporate more musical mm-hmm. stuff in it i'd say especially since most of the people who watch me found me through capra anyway yeah they find you through capra they 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 know what it is it's it's uh but then again you know i don't know how well of how well you could really transfer uh or at least i don't know you know sound stuff in terms of like hey if you were trying to scream into a mic how well people want to hear that you know i don't know the whole live streaming aspect of that right but right right it, right you know it's different than playing a guitar or something i don't i don't know but uh it's cool that that that, that you do that is that something you and your husband can both share because i wish my wife gamed i wish her and i could share that he used to um he used to be really big into dota and he was actually like really good at it <laughs> um but he kind of stopped because yeah. he's like very much about like bettering himself as a human and stuff so he was he i guess he started realizing he was spending more time than he'd like playing games so he just stopped one day like cold turkey and so um now he's more so just like kind of like i guess um active but he's super he's really supportive of everything that i do cool he understands and gets it yeah so it's not like that is that is absolutely wonderful um for people listening, you want to share your Twitch channel? If not, I understand. But if you want to share it. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm Crow Lotus on basically everything. So Twitch is twitch.tv slash Crow Lotus. But if you're it, when in doubt, Crow Lotus, just look for that. And I'm probably yeah. the only one. Um, but yeah, I also do have that Discord. I'm going to send that to you. And yes, we will anytime. get that. Yeah, really I, I would absolutely love that. Uh, 
Crow, a couple more things and, and we will wrap this up. You guys are about to go on tour here. They're, they're actually what in a couple of days, right? Right. I, on Saturday. I, I, yeah. <laughs> on on Saturday, you guys go on tour with uh, Zhao and your your spirit dies starting in right. Chattanooga. Yes. Did- so we're actually um, playing a few like one offs by ourselves and then we're meeting up with them in like Detroit or something. And then we have like four or five shows with them. Um, and then we're playing a few shows on our own to get back. So usually we have to like add a few shows like before and after just so that way we can afford to like make it to yeah. the tour of that, you know, it's just- how with a, a couple years under your your belt now touring and stuff like that, how 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 do you enjoy touring life? Um, I like it. I mean, we definitely have found ways to make it work for us a little bit better than when we first started. Um, I will say that like, thankfully we aren't, I'm, I'm totally like, personally, I'm 100% prepared and willing to rough it, but it's not been nice that we haven't really had to. Um, so we've only like slept in the van, like a few times we've been lucky enough to either know somebody in an area to be able to stay with them, or, uh, we've been like made enough that night to be able to get a hotel, um, so thankfully, you know, that's worked out that way. And also now we, uh, have learned the way of the air mattress, so we don't have to get as many rooms and, uh, usually, you know, we'll just have to get a place that has two beds and then we've got like two air mattresses and we're totally covered. Um, do you guys, uh, on, on the, the road, um, will you guys be performing large parts of the new album here on the set list? Can people expect uh, to hear a lot of the new album on tour here? Definitely. I would say that like probably half the set list, maybe more is from the new album. So, um, which is a little bit of a bummer for people who are expecting some older stuff, but um, I, I always like being able to play the new stuff and uh, it's been received really, really well from what we have played of it as far as like in Europe. So I think that it's something that a lot of people could look forward to. How did you, how did you like Europe? Europe was really cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I yeah. was like scared because I was telling you earlier I'd never left the country before. Yep. So I was really um, anxious about that. But it went way better than I could have possibly imagined. And it was just a great experience overall. And last question here. You know, I, um, I it's really you did my heart well when you remembered my daughter, but yeah. you know, like, like I told you before, she, she became a huge fan of you a, a couple of years ago. And that nine, uh, it did my daughter. Well, she's probably watched the video 10 times already. The video you just released with, uh, Candace from, oh. um, uh, walls, walls of, Jericho. of Jericho. Yeah. For your guys video for human commodity. Uh, amazing you girls you. you girls come in you know, the whole band you the whole <laughs> band you guys do such a good job on your lot your videos first off you know i can't really let my daughter see a lot of your first videos but uh that's okay. <laughs> um but that. no it's okay it's okay it's not it's, you know we can we can do some editing but right. uh um you guys do such a good job capturing the tapper has always had such an explosive dynamite about the group you guys are every member is just explosions playing and you really capture that in all your videos so my daughter saw you girl and absolutely loved it loved it so how did this whole collab come about 
Um, so uh, essentially we like had kind of a mutual friend reach out to her and she was like down to do it, which I was surprised by because it was like such a huge honor. And it was like just a really, um, smooth process. Like working with her was like so easy. She was very professional. Um, and I just was so excited to hear it all together and I still get excited. I still have that feeling I felt when I first heard it, like it just sounds so cool. It's my favorite on the album and I love the video. Um, Candace actually had to shoot her part, like in a different, obviously a different area yeah. because we're not from the same part of the country. Um, but it like was able, like with a little bit of adjustment of color grading and stuff like that. Um, it, fit the video really well it's not like an obvious cut in my opinion like I think that it works all together and um it's one of my even though it's pretty simple it's one of my favorite videos we have um I absolutely love it my Thank you'll be you. happy to know my wife the video came on and my wife listens to the same music I do she cool. goes oh I love her hair my oh. wife she loved your hair. She <laughs> says she looks like a best. badass. Oh, that was so to quote my here. wife. That's what she said. She says she looks like a badass. Oh, well, tell her I said thank you. I was <laughs> yeah. so worried because I took like I had spent a lot of time getting ready for that video because I was like, normally for videos, I'm not, I mean, I'm a little glimmed out, but I yeah. didn't really go all the way like with that one. I had the full outfit, the accessories, yeah. the like heels and the heels, and yes. Yeah. And I'm not really comfortable playing in heels because I don't have very good balance at all. Uh, so I was kind of worried about that. But and there were times where I slipped, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But um, my hair was like everything was melting. My makeup was melting. It was hot outside. My hair was like starting to just get crazy. Mm. And so I was really concerned about how it looked. So tell her I personally said thank you very much. I I certainly will. Yeah, yeah. Like again, you guys came on. She's like, wow, she looks like a badass. And that's that, so nice. To, to quote her, that's what she said. She she says, wow, you look like, like a badass. Oh, very so, kind. You are one of my favorite people in metal you re you're, you're and i mean this in the most sincere way your innocence when we spoke last time to like being so new to it and being so eager to want to do it proper and give a nice interview always stuck with me and i've always Aww. really been, i have always really been pulling for you guys so it is great 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 to see you guys back again uh again errors comes out october 6th uh it is one heck of an album again you guys are on tour uh crow i will give you the the final say here um well thank you so much i mean first of all i'm happy to be back it really is um very heartwarming and i remember that interview like we did it yesterday that so it's kind of wonderful. weird that we're back now like years later yes <laughs> um but um yeah we have that tour coming up so definitely we post everything on instagram that's probably honestly the best way to keep updated with what we're doing um and we've got all the dates for that tour so if you're in the area definitely come check us out it's going to be a lot of fun we're really excited about it um, and then we have Louder Than Life coming up on the same tour as well. And then Dia de, Dia de los Deftones, which I'm really, really excited about as well. So if you're ever in the area, come hang out, come say hi. We're all like pretty friendly. You know, we're all like, well, I'm I'm a little shy, but I am like totally down to, you know, um, to hang out and just chat about really anything. So how do you, how's the uh, shyness? How was that first tour with your shyness? Was it, was it, was it like, 
come on crow you're you're in it now you gotta like dive in um it's a little exhausting because sometimes um i'm like i can only talk so much so i'll I'll, sometimes i'll just have to remove myself sit for a minute by myself and just kind of like i guess meditate um but i do really like like i mean the people that i've met along the way it's just made it all so worth it so it's um it's really like i just can't explain how grateful i am to everyone really good well i i hope one day my daughter and I can meet you because I would Absolutely. love for her to meet you. you would, That'd be it great. Would be, it would be like meeting a hero for her. Uh, Crow, I absolutely love you guys. Like I, I, I tell everybody, we love you here at the podcast. We love, we are huge Capper fans. We love you guys. Uh, the album, I can't wait for it to be unleashed on the world. You, you have such a great personality. Everybody, please go check out crow when she streams on twitch she said uh, crow lotus everywhere if you see anybody else it's not the real crow lotus uh unless they're claiming that they they you ask them the wham test if yeah. they pass the wham test then you know it's the real real That's one, the one for sure. <laughs> crow it was a pleasure talking to you again thank you for having thank me you. back and until Bye. next time <laughs>